Hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of CBRE's Telecom Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fonfera, and I'm joined today by the Executive Vice President of CBRE's Network Advisory Services team, Michael Murphy. Mike, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Brian. You know, it's been a, a super interesting start to the year here, if you think yeah. about it. You know, we've, we've gone through a lot in a short period of time as we've, you know, our company, NEF, was acquired by CB uh, in mm-hmm. January. And, you know, it's it's always a daunting task to integrate any company uh, into another company. But when you start to look at the dynamics of it, you know, we were a, a smaller shop. We're a 20-person company being integrated into a Fortune 150. You know, the CB folks did a tremendous job, I think, mm-hmm. you know, really bringing us on board and getting us um, going. And I think just about the time we got through all of the integration components, uh, we got hit with this pandemic and, uh, you know, and that, that you know, disrupted everybody's life. And I think it's been uh, interesting as we start to work our way back to what everybody refers to as the new normal, you know, how that's going to impact everybody's lives. But, you know, more specific, I think, to our business, many of the changes that are happening out there are uh, have a huge impact on network and how things are interconnected and remote workforce versus in the office workforce, more applications as a service because they're an easy to access and integrate platform for distributed workforce. There's a whole bunch of things going on, but man, it's been uh, exciting times and uh, wake up every day, not sure what's going to happen next, but it's been been all good. Yeah, well, that brings us pretty well into our topic for the day, Mike, which is we're talking telecom and network auditing and how we can, to put it simply, help clients save a whole lot of money. Uh, So let's start with the basics. And we're going to start with my first question is what is a telecom or network audit? Yeah, certainly timely, right? As we start Mm -hmm. to look at uh, staring down the barrel of a recession, you know, and the the economists all talk about whether it's going to be V-shaped, W-shaped, swoosh-shaped, you know, they've got a whole bunch of different things. But end of the day, it causes most folks out there to really have to look at their spend across their entire business and where can they start to save money. And, And the nice thing about the telecom audit process that we have and the product that we have is it's completely historical look back on what people have already paid for services, finding errors in billing, overbill, you know, uh, mispayments, you, you, you name it, and looking to recover those costs that have already been paid. So it really doesn't have anything to do with the future you know, in the, in the first phase of it anyway, uh, on what you're going to be doing in the next, you know, 6, 12, 18 months, which is, is pretty hard for, you know, a lot of folks to predict right now, given the current condition. So really, this is a great way to look back, save money on things that have already been paid out and try to recover some of those, um, you know, payments that were made in error. All right. And if you could compare that to how it works for other industries. Yeah, so so you know, telecom billing is complex to say the least. And if you think about, you know, a comparable industry may be hospitality or airlines. You know, an airlines is an easy one because you go on, you know, the travel websites and you book a week ahead of time and it's, you know, very expensive for flights and if you are 6 months ahead of time, you probably get a lower rate and the point is no two passengers pay exactly the same rate. Mm-hmm. And telecom is very similar where, you know, we had tariffed rates or, you know, set rates and then 
discounts would be applied to get to a negotiated rate. So that's whatever deal the client, you know, the end user struck with the service provider. But the way they get there is to discount a whole bunch of things. So there's, you know, tiered discounts and usage-based discounts and all these things that need to get applied within the bill. And the bills themselves are very complex. So, you know, as a as an end user, you're trying to sort through the bill to say, did I get my discount? Am I paying what I'm supposed to be paying? And it's it's pretty hard to to be able to categorize all that. So that that's, you know, I think one of the things that even the, the most well-run company can benefit from an audit simply because the, the billing processes are pretty complex. Great. Uh, Mike, what are the potential savings for the client? Yeah, you know, if we've got clients that, um, you know, spend a certain amount, we'll get into that in a minute, but, you know, it's 10 to 20% of their annual bill is typically what we see in cost recovery on average. It's different for different industries, uh, but it's about 20 to, you know, 10 to 20%. Uh, And again, this is going backwards. So it's a historical audit of things that have already been paid. So you're recovering money that you paid in error. Okay. Um, Any requirement to change carriers? Any worries about disruptions of service? Anything like that? No, that's a great part about it. So again, it's it's more of a, a you know financial audit than it is a, a service based um, change. So it's it's really not touching any of the services that are in place today. It's all you know more of a, a paper analysis of you know what's been paid. Okay, what does it cost in the client in time and in money? I'm so glad you asked that question, Brian. You know, it's, uh, well, a lot of times you get into, you know, and I, I, I compare a lot of things to refinancing your, your, you know, residential, your home mortgage. You say, you know, I could save X number of dollars every month. And then you look at the process and all the things that you have to do and what you have to change. And it's like, boy, that's a lot of work. Um, this audit that we go through, there's no cost to the client up front. Uh, the way it works is we share, it's a success-based model where our auditors will share some of the savings that the client gets back or the cost recovered, and that's how we get paid. So there's no cost to the client. Uh, as far as a time commitment, and that's that's important right now as, as IT staffs are, are, are really stretched and accounting folks and you know everybody's going to do more with less. It's about four to five hours worth of time on the client side. And really what that has to do with is is setting up the auditors in the right portals and getting letters of agency signed, you know, permission basically so that we can access all the billing records. Then the auditors go off and do their work and there's very little interaction with the, the client until we get to the end where we have some results and uh, we share those with the client. Great. Mike, who, what companies would qualify for this audit? Yeah, certainly it's not a, you know, any company product, but it's, it's a pretty broad range of folks that qualify for this. And the way we try to categorize it is if you have $100 million worth of top line revenue, you know, pretty easy to identify what, what you know, a company may have for top line revenue. If you've got $100 million, that usually will qualify for this type of audit. And the reason being is that it will typically equate to $3 million of annual telecom and network costs. So the qualifying services include things like voice, data, internet, wireless, 
you know, some network and software licenses and certain maintenance contracts, but there's a you know, kind of a category of services that we look at that will be uh, within our scope to audit. But bottom line, about a $100 million company, and, and then we're open to have that discussion. So I'm like, who would be responsible on the client side of this? Yeah, so who do, who do we typically work with? Uh, almost always we're somewhere within the finance realm. Uh, it could be a CFO, could be procurement, uh, but it's typically somewhere in finance that's looking at this type of product. During the process, they may bring the IT group into it um, to, to kind of look at things and, and you know maybe level set a few things, but pre- predominantly it's finance. Okay. Bottom line, how long does it take for the client to see the savings come through? Yeah, you know, another thing in today's world, uh, I think a lot of companies don't know what's going to happen a year out or two mm-hmm. years out. So some of the programs that we may historically have looked at, the clients will, will say, you know, that's great, but I, I don't know what we're going to look like in two years uh, mm-hmm. or a year. These programs are very fast acting. Uh, typically, we're recovering, you know, the cost savings within 120 days. Within 60 days, the audit's usually completed for the most part. And then there's a 60-day window where we're, you know, basically working with the carriers to recover the overpayments. And so within 120 days, we're usually uh, finished with the entire process. More broad strokes here. Could you, on a high level, just walk us through the entire process? Yeah, you know, we'll keep it at a, at a real high level and, and certainly a lot more detail. It's a very detailed process we go through, but that, that, you know, leads to very consistent results. You know, the first thing we'll do is we'll have a discovery session. And part of that is, you know, every client is at a different place on their journey to what we're, you know, calling new normal, right? How, how they're going to manage their business. So we'll spend some time understanding everything from what services they had in place, what carriers, what um, geographic regions. And then from there, you know, we'll work a process where, you know, our value proposition to the client is that we really understand the marketplace of auditors very, very well. We've got in-depth knowledge of what auditors perform well under what conditions and what types of services. And our objective there is to match the best-in-class, best-fit service providers for the client requirements. And then from there, we'll work with the client and the auditor to be able to get access to all the right information and, you know, work with the auditor to make sure that they deliver the results that, you know, we've identified in our statement of work. And then from there, you know, the next piece is to, to make sure that all of the service credits are brought in. So at that point, working with the carriers, and we've got great relationships with the carriers and also the auditors and the client to make sure that everybody's satisfied. Well, Mike, this has been great. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank everyone for listening. Hope you found it to be very informative. To learn more about what we do at Network Advisory Services, you can find more of our podcasts on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And thank you again for joining us and have a great day.